welcome to Boys, the official podcast hosted by me, Ashling Tobin. I am, of course, recording this podcast live from Paradise Studio here with producer Keen Tissel. Guys, as I always say, week to week, if you want to be a fly on the wall in this studio, you can tap on Paradise underscore underscore 91 which is, of course, tagged in my bio on Instagram. Guys, this week, I know every week I say, I'm not going to leave you dry. I'm not going to do that. Well, this week, I'm going to leave you a little bit dry, okay? But not too dry. Don't worry. I wouldn't do that to you. But as I've said before, I I don't want to do anybody a dirty and I don't want to, I don't want to say something on this podcast to you guys before I said it to somebody else. So I've got like my own kind of shit to figure out. But I basically, I was in my friend Ellen's house last night and we always get into these kind of deep kind of conversations where we talk about like wavelengths and energies and kind of like realizations that you come to when you're meditating and all these kind of uh, things that some people will vibe with and other people are like, you're talking a load of trollop. But if you're not on my wavelength, I'm, as I said before, I'm not going to try and convince people that this is a good way to live or not going to try and convince people of my way of thinking. But I am going to kind of explain my mindset and explain like kind of where I am. And it, then it will all make sense when I do make a decision and I explain to you kind of how I came to that conclusion. And I'm also going to be answering questions this week because it's been a minute and I've got some really good questions. Um, so I'm going to be talking about the two questions that I got in. One is on dick fright, which I will admit I actually had to Google, but then I realized that I've had that. Um, So I'm just going to talk through the advice that I gave to that girl and kind of what I do in those situations and my own experience as always. Um, And then another girl wrote into me and it's something that I really want to talk about. Um, She spoke about a situation that she's been in a couple of times where she's been seeing a guy and he's gotten really close with the friend and she's been like, oh, you guys are getting really close. Is there something in that? And they've been like, oh, no, no, you're paranoid, you're paranoid. And then lo and behold, the fella and the friend go off together, which I think has to be everybody's worst nightmare. Like that is actually like, we've all been in that situation where somebody's like, you're being paranoid, you're being paranoid. And sometimes you are being paranoid, but then sometimes you're being, you're not being paranoid. You just have a gut instinct about something. And it's important to be able to distinguish those things. But I think we all know a gut feeling off of paranoia. So I really felt for her when she said that because I've been in similar situations where people have been saying to me, oh, you're just paranoid or blah, blah, blah. And as I said, other people come to me for advice. And I've seen people in those situations where I've even said to them, like, are you sure you're not being paranoid? And it hasn't been. It's been a gut feeling, which she clearly had. So I'm going to be chatting a little bit about that. But first of all, um updates. So just to give you guys um, a little bit of an insight into my frame of mind at the moment, 
I actually think that I have begun to think like a man because I can now I know that's kind of sexist to say that but I guess I think that I'm beginning to think like a man like the men that I've dated in the past because I can now relate to a lot of the people that I've dated in the past and I couldn't at the time and I couldn't understand it but now with the way I feel I'm like oh my god I think this is like I feel like I'm on the other side of it, of so many situations that I've been in in the past. So just to give you an example, I've been in a situation so many times in the past whereby I've been dating somebody and they've been like treating me like their girlfriend. I've been seeing them week to week. I know that they haven't been seeing anybody else, but they've been saying to me, but I don't want to be in a relationship. And I've kind of been like, we're basically going out like this is so bizarre that you don't want to pull that trigger like we're already in that I don't understand what like the only thing that's missing is that we haven't put a label on it kind of cake and eat a two scenario but now in the position that I'm in a realization that I came to was that I definitely am at a point in my life where I don't want to have a boyfriend. And I know I said that before. Now, I say that, but I also don't want to be in a situation whereby I'm seeing somebody. And as I said before, if I was in a situation where I was seeing somebody and I fell for them and they fell for me and it was like this real connection, because I've been I've been seeing people and there's been certain people that like it's evolved into something where I've actually developed strong feelings for them. And there's other people where it's just been passive. But I guess I want to be in a casual situation. If I could decide, okay, I would decide on a casual situation whereby feelings did not develop. So I'm kind of like in a situation where I want something casual. I don't want any pressure of a relationship because I have such little time. It's actually ridiculous. I have like one evening a week, say, that I have to myself. Like the others, I'm either, I obviously have my dissertation to do. I do a podcast and I work full time. So I have very little spare time to play around with. So I don't want to be in a situation where I'm committed to somebody and I have to give them that time because I've missed out on so much time of hanging out with my friends. I've had to say no to so many parties. I've had to say no to so many sessions. Like even like a couple of weeks ago, like my friends went to the beach and had like a session there. I couldn't go. I just can't wait to get some time back where I can actually start saying yes to things. And this for me has been going on for ages because I've been doing my master's for a couple of years. And before that, um, unfortunately, I know I mentioned that my dad was sick. So I was kind of going home for a lot of weekends. And I've also just had a lot of bad luck in that. I basically, I went on two holidays before COVID and both I got sick on. So I've just, I just feel like I've missed out on so much and I've had to say no to so many things. And I actually just can't wait to have freedom back and to like hang out with my friends again. So I kind of like, I can understand now because I like from where those guys were coming from before, because I'm like, yeah, like I want, like, obviously like I want to, I want the attention of a man. I want like sex. I want like all these things. And I want to like spend time with somebody else in a romantic way, but I don't want the commitment of it being a relationship because then I feel as though 
I have, I owe them that time and I have to give them like, I, if say, if I had like one evening free in two weeks, like over like a two week period, I'm going to feel like I have to give that to them. Whereas if I'm not committed to somebody, I don't owe them shit. So I can understand where they're coming from in that regard. And I'm in that position now because I'm like, and as well, I'm so fulfilled by everything in my life, by the podcast, like college, like work. Like I honestly, like someone, somebody coming into my life would be an additive at this point. And it's mad because a year ago, I definitely, I wanted to be in a relationship and I definitely wanted to have like that closeness and that love from somebody else. But now I'm like, I kind of, I'm fulfilled without it. So I have some decisions to make, but I don't want to talk about anybody else because I need to make, I need to make a decision and then I'll be able to talk about it. So with that in mind, I'm going to move on to your questions. I'm going to move on to your bloody questions because I know that I haven't done this in a minute and it's about time. Um, and I got like a good few questions in actually over the past week, funnily enough, I don't know what's been in the air, but these two stuck out to me the most and the other ones I had kind of touched on in previous podcasts. So I am weary of kind of going back over the same sort of content. Now in my answers to the people that I was writing to, I kind of just sent them like little voice notes and was like, oh, go and like listen to this episode. So I've definitely answered a lot of questions from that. But if you do have questions like don't hesitate in reaching out to me ever, boys.podcast, and I will, I'll drop, I'll get back to you from there. Um, okay, so to start off with, dick fright. For anyone who doesn't know what dick fright is, it's when, it's basically when you're like terrified of, <laughs> of somebody's penis, which like, I, when the, now to put it into context, I'm going to answer the girl's question because the girl that wrote to me, she basically, it was kind of in the context of having not had sex with somebody for ages. And then the thought of like, oh my God, I don't know how I'm going to have sex again. Like it just, she was kind of getting anxious over the thought of like, okay, now we're going on to like the third date and we're going to have sex and oh, I'm not ready for this. And it's been a hot minute. And I can totally relate to that because I've been in that situation and I went on a lot of um, sober dates over lockdown. And I basically, I was in a position where I hadn't had sex in ages. And I, it was after the first lockdown, I was dating um, accounting boy. And we basically, we didn't have sex until like the fourth date, which is like really wild. I think that's the longest I've gone without having sex with somebody to be totally honest with you I think on average I'm probably like <laughs> like what definitely like one to two dates in we'll say one and a half dates in and <laughs> it usually just happens um I don't believe in any of that like three date bullshit like you generally know after the first or like second date if you want to sleep with somebody I don't I wouldn't go fall into any of those rules and I think when something happens it happens like just just go with it. Just go with the moment. You only live once. Um, but Ashton Tobin giving out a slow advice on her podcast. No, <laughs> but that's just, that's my own take on it. Um, but yeah, so I totally get that because I can remember I hadn't had sex in ages. So we had sex on the fourth date 
and it was sober. And I remember being so anxious because we were both like, we had been on kind of like walking dates and stuff like that beforehand, like gone swimming and all that kind of stuff. And it would all been like very, very innocent, very wholesome. And then when the fourth time we met up, we were just literally just chilling in my room. Like I literally, it was like on a Saturday night and neither of us were going out and like obviously knew what like he was coming over for. We both knew what was going to happen. Like, come on, like, you know, the setup. And we were both chilling in my room and I was like internally freaking out because I was kind of like, oh my God, like I'm going to have to like, I was trying to envisage like, I'm going to have to like take off his clothes. He's going to take off my clothes. Like, I'm going to see him naked. He's going to see me butt naked. Like the lights in here is are pretty bright. Do I like dim the lights or is that going to be too obvious? Like, what do I do? I'm like, it's going to be super obvious if I'm making the setting, but I also don't want to be getting into something. And then I'm like, oh, wait a second. Let me like fix the lights. I was just like overthinking everything. And it was just all getting too much. But then when we started like kissing, like it was kind of like one thing kind of led to another. And I even like just said to him at one stage, I was just like, at the end of the day, like, I think that as human beings, and especially in dating, we can overthink things to the absolute max. If you're in a situation where you're like, okay, I've got dick fright. I haven't had sex with somebody in ages. I can't imagine like going through the motions. Like it's just, it, it's a lot to take in. I feel like a reborn virgin. Just remember, you don't have to do anything. So just, I think the first thing you have to do is, because I think the anxiety comes from a feeling of being like the pressure of everything. So the first thing that you need to do is just remove all of the pressure. You don't have to do anything. Okay. You could be halfway through and go, I actually don't want to do this. Like I'm just, I'm not feeling well, whatever, just not feeling it right now, whatever. You could say anything. Like I actually, like I feel sick, whatever. And now's not a good time. You don't have to do anything. So I think this anxiety is coming from a feeling of, I haven't done this thing in so long and I'm worried about the motions and it's just a lot of pressure. Remove the pressure. And just like, honey, like how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? So just literally one foot in front of the other, just think about, the next step of everything. Don't think of the whole thing as a whole. Don't be getting all wrapped up and all anxious about the whole process. Literally just think, okay, I'm just going on the date. We're going to enjoy each other's company. If I want to bring him back to my house, I will. Or if you're in the house, if I want to kiss the guy, I will. When you're kissing, if you want to put your hands on him, whatever, do it. If you want to progress to start taking off clothes, do it. If you want to take it further than that and get a little bit handsy, then do it. And then if you want to have sex, then do it. But don't think about this whole big thing because that is a lot to think about, especially when you don't, you're in the start of getting to know somebody. Of course, like it's, if you think of the whole thing of like, oh my God, this person, I have to take off their clothes and I have to pleasure them and I have to have sex, blah, blah, blah. And it's just all a bit too much and they're going to see me naked. Don't think of it like that as human beings, we have like, we are animalistic and those things will come naturally to us. And it, but they won't, if you're, 
if you're worried and you're feeling all this pressure and you're overthinking the whole thing. So just see where it goes. Just see what happens. And just try not get wrapped up in the whole process. That's my advice for it anyway. And I often, when I haven't had sex with somebody in ages and I'm dating somebody and it's about to go down or whatever, if I'm a bit like, oh shit, like haven't done this in ages, I just say to them, like I literally do be just like, oh, like, can we just take it slow? Like I've, like I haven't done this in a little while or whatever. And just take it slow. And it's actually kind of sexier when you do. You don't have to be like, um, I just, I'm really worried about this and blah, blah. Just be like, okay, like, can we just take it down a notch? Haven't done this in a while. Let's just take it slow. That's all you have to do. And just take it one step at a time. That's my advice for it. And I do that in everything in life. Like even now, as I said, my schedule is crazy. Like my schedule is just insane. But if I was to think about everything that I have to do in a month at the beginning of the month, I would probably have a panic attack. But what I do is I list it all. I split it up. And then every evening or every Monday, I will literally go through the list. I'm like, this is what I have to get done. And I do it by the day. And that day I just think about, okay, I have to do this one thing. That's all I do. Everything is just one step at a time. How do you an elephant one bite at a time? And I remember my lecturer said that to me and it's just so true. There's no point getting all wrapped up in everything you have to do. Just focus on what's in front of you in that moment. And I hope that makes sense. God, that was such a ramble. So the second question that I got that I wanted to speak about was about the friend situation. And first of all, girl, I know I said it to you over text but I am so fucking sorry that happened to you. Like that is actually so shit. Like it's actually so shit. I can't imagine having that feeling of feeling like the that kind of gut feeling of, oh, like that. I think that there's a spark between them. I think that they're going to get together. I think that there is some kind of relationship forming and then it actually happening because it's like proving you right. But I think it's important to always in these kind of circumstances. First of all, you said to me about like you're worried about having trust issues moving forward. Okay, you are inevitably going to have trust issues after that. You inevitably are. But I think that you've already made a significant step in the right direction because you wrote and you said, how do I get over having these trust issues? So you're already so far ahead because you're aware that you're going to have them and you're aware that you want to resolve them and not have them. Whereas other people wouldn't have that self-awareness and would just have those trust issues without having them. And they just always be like, oh, this is what happens. The guys just go off with my friends. Guys are shady. But you're like, no, I know that I'm unfortunate that this has happened to me and I don't want this to carry forward into new relationships. That's a fucking massive step. So fair play to you. Like that is a massive step and it's a massive realization and it's really good self-awareness. I think that you inevitably are going to have those trust issues. But I think that with time, I think that with time, you'll probably be able to let go of them. And especially when you start dating people and they prove to you that they're not going to do that. But I think that if you are in a new relationship and you're getting a little bit like paranoid of like, your new fella chatting to a friend 
or whatever, yada, yada. If it does become an issue, and I know I said this to you over voice note, I honestly, I think human beings like are understanding. And if you communicate with somebody and say, this horrible thing happened to me twice and I'm aware that I have trust issues because of it and I'm really trying to work through it and I'm honestly doing my best and I'm sorry that I am this way but I'm trying to work through it and if you genuinely make steps to work through it um, I don't I can't really give you much advice from that but I think it's that self-awareness. I think it would you need more advice or like to speak to a friend or something when it boils down to when you're in that a new relationship, if you are feeling like constant feelings of paranoia. But I think just communicating with somebody, and I as I said, I think like the fact that you've addressed it now and you don't want to have this kind of paranoia moving forward, I think that's just like a massive step and fair play to you. Cause I think most people would just carry that kind of um would just carry it for years and maybe not be aware of how it's affecting relationships, but you're already like, I don't want to be this way. Like, how can I resolve it? I think just time and people like earning your trust again. I think that's how, I think that's how you're going to be able to get over this thing. The other thing that you had said to me was, has this ever happened to you? Because this hasn't happened to any of my friends. The only way that I can relate to this is I was in a situation with, um, I was in a relationship that went sour and there was one girl in our group that, and even to this day, like the relationship is years over. This girl was all over the guy I was seeing constantly. And he always had like a good relationship with everybody, to be honest with you. Um, And he always had good, like close girlfriends. And she like in kind of like to compare the two of them like she would definitely have been like this sounds so bitchy to say but she probably would have been like punching next to him and he was always giving her like this kind of attention and she was consistently flirting with him in front of me I remember even before like after session she was like putting her feet like all over him and like all this kind of like inappropriate behavior and I remember saying to him like I know that you're not going to act on it but that's really inappropriate and that's really disrespectful, especially when I'm just sat there and she's taking your relationship as like a flirtation. And it's really infuriating for me being sat there because it's just disrespectful to me. And like he could never see it um, and he never acted on it. But I know, I know how hurt I was just watching that and how much it fucking pissed me off, to be completely honest with you. I just thought it was so disrespectful But I know that that doesn't really help because I haven't gone through the same thing as you. So I can't relate to you in that way. But one thing that I have noticed in dating, in my own situations and in friends that come to me and ask me for advice is that anybody who's actively dating, anybody who's dated, say like more than like five to six people, I mean, like even like a couple dates, a few dates, long term, whatever, everybody has situations that are unique to them. Um, Everybody has situations that don't make sense, that seem so unfair, that nobody else can relate to. That's what I've learned. That's what I've seen amongst friends. Like everyone has a kind of situation whereby like it'll just be something that they're like, 
oh my God, this would only happen to me. This is so unfair. Like, how could this happen to me? I don't know anybody else who this has happened to. But the one thing that we all have in common is that we all have our own little shit situations. Unless you're one of these people who like at 16 meets your boyfriend, like you're together for life, whatever, like big yawn. I would much prefer to have the life experience that I have than have that kind of cush set up. But that's what I'm saying to you is that sometimes in life, I think I always imagine that before I entered into this world, there was like a contract that was like, you're going to have all these ups, you're going to have all these downs. There's certain things that are guaranteed in life. When they happen, you just have to take them on the chin and accept that it's one of those shit situations that everybody has to go through in life. And I know it's so shit, but sometimes you just have to look at those kind of situations and go, everyone has ups, everyone has downs, everyone has these kind of shit situations that are unique to them. This is my time to feel shit. You will be able to move past it eventually. I'm so sorry that happened to you. And as well, like it kind of sounds really like I'd like to think that your friend and the guy at least maybe won out of the situations like maybe they just were meant to be which is hard to accept but maybe that just was a situation like it's not even as clear as somebody like picking somebody over you like as I said in previous podcasts you actually can't take this kind of stuff personally like I've dated people that tick every box good looking, all the rest of it. And there's just been something missing and I'll end with them over it. And it won't be any fault of theirs. Like I'm very in tune with like, if I don't feel like we're connecting or like the energy's off or whatever. And I will always trust that. But like sometimes for people, it's just that something's just missing and then it's just there with somebody else. And it's, you cannot take it personally. You literally can't. It's nothing against you. It's just one of these unexplainable things that like the unsaid things count for so much more than the said things. So I wouldn't take it personally. Um, But if it is just a thing that they've just gone off or whatever and they're just being shady, like you don't need those kind of people in your life. Like you're above that and you can just know that like you are better off being by yourself than having those kind of people in your life. So it sucks now, but in the long run, you'll be better off for it. And sorry, that's a little bit of a tangent, but I hope that made sense and I hope it helps in some kind of way. Um, But yeah, that's all I'm going to talk about this week. Um, Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Um, And if you have any questions, just boys.podcast on Instagram and I will come back to you from there. Again, I'm recording live from Paradise Studio here. As I said, you can tap on paradise underscore underscore 91 in my bio if you want a sneak peek of the studio from there. Guys, thank you so much for listening and I will speak to you all next week. Bye.